Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 482. Hey. Yes, the duo is, is here, <laughs> as always. Celebrating the loveliest say, love day of all the love days. I mean, I was going to try to like somehow work in of like heterosexual life partner, but that only works for two dudes together. And yeah, because Derek kind of had that taken. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how. Because to... I have a heterosexual yes. life partner. Yes. <laughs> my podcasting. You're my brother partner. from another mother. But uh, we we had fun spending this uh, lovely made up holiday of just doing. Doing what we just normally do anyways on this day and just talk comics. Well, it makes sense because I do love doing this podcast. So, There's that. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we uh, we had some fun. We talked about some trailers, a lot of them that came out during the Super Bowl. Uh, we got some news in there mm-hmm. of comic books and some good, good comic reviews of, of love, of stories, of relationships and <laughs> So many and tears. <laughs> So, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 482, A Harmonious Union. What a lovely day. Because love is in the air. Is it? I guess. It's Valentine's Day. To me, it just felt like any other day, but to some. It's a Hallmark holiday. Don't you think? Well, yeah. I mean, I would still celebrate it if I had someone. Yeah. But since I don't, I have you. and I'm uh, here with you. And I, I was going to actually cook and everything, but I realized Aww. that's. An awful lot just for doing a Just podcast. for a bit, yeah. Yeah. So at least I tried to offer you beer, but... It's Aki. Yeah, I, I did not realize that you hated IPAs. And... I do, because I'm a person. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. Yes. I mean, th- so this this one, it it's going with Booze in the Book, which, I mean, when we get into our books, I'll talk about it. It's just really good. I don't know why. It's. I trust that you do like it. (laughs) (laughs) But you will not. I will probably not. I just know my tastes and things. So normally, uh, during this time of year, I'd find all the nerdy, fun, punny type of, you know, Valentine's Day card things and post them up. But I just, it just, it was so, I don't know. Didn't feel... Didn't feel the love tonight? No. From that song from The Lion King? <laughs> from Elton John. Yeah. Um, that's okay. It's been a real rough couple of years. Yeah, I guess we don't <laughs> need to celebrate. Not everyone celebrates it, so... No. You ha- you celebrated the Super Bowl, and that was the better day, so who cares about Valentine's? It's named after some saint... There was a massacre yeah. that occurred on it. <laughs> like, why are we celebrating it still? <laughs> That's true. I remember uh, in college when I heard, learned about, like, Bestest Day or something. Something in the fall, which I thought was... Sweetest then, Day? Or Sweetest Day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? Well, like, it's I'm, just so girls can get presents twice a year instead yeah. of once. <laughs> and I'm like, already Valentine's Day is kind of pushing it, but you bring this bullshit up like I'd never heard of it before 2001 and so I don't know if it had been something before then but like I said in college my freshman year some girls talking about that and I'm like whoa hold up just one sec yeah so St. Valentine I know you're Catholic but you probably don't have all your saints memorized like a good Catholic do you? Nope Um, St. Valentine is from the high middle ages and he is the saint that is associated with the tradition of courtly love, which no one does anymore, so I don't know why we're celebrating <laughs> it just for love in general. He's also the patron saint of epilepsy and beekeepers. So I think next year we should celebrate beekeepers. By drinking mead? Yes! 
Let's do that. That. <laughs> that seems like a more worthy thing to celebrate. Hey, if you uh, write it in your calendar to remind me for next year, because I don't even know what I'm doing next week, so <laughs> I do. this is on you. I know. Dear listeners, please remind us about a year. We'll see if we actually do or not. Um, there was, though, the big game, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it was by far one of the better Super Bowls I've seen in, in quite a while. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the commercials were kind of shit. I did not care for them, except for the trailers. There was a lot more trailers, and there's going to be a slump from about now until May, where the only really big movie that I see coming out is The Batman. Right. And there's like there's a wide open field now, So, and all these trailers, too, are for things that are happening after the fact. So it's going to be an interesting spring come entertainment, but then getting into the summer, right. there's going to be blockbuster after blockbuster, and... TV shows galore and it's very exciting to be a nerd. Yes, and we will talk about some of those later when we get into news. But let's start off with some books. Okay, I'm going to quick talk about my two because they are Valentine's Day related, but they are also many stories and you know in inside. All right, is this? Or did you read the one we talked about last week that was coming out? Uh, what, Vampirella. Yeah. Yes. All right. So that one had four different stories. And I'm just going to talk about the first one because I thought it was a really interesting story. And it has to do with um, February 14th in 1972. Um, And ultimately there was a, you know, vampire uh, going after, you know, people. And Vampirella comes and helps this cop out. and Classic costume. Yeah. (laughs) And then by the end of it, she goes on a date with the guy and... You know, it's a little flirting and everything, and then they hook up, and... Could you imagine if Vampirella hit on you wearing that outfit? Uh, what would you even do? Would you even be able to do anything, or would you just stand now? there staring yes, at let's her? Go. I mean... <laughs> like... <laughs> if, if, yeah, her just talking to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to play 20 minutes. <laughs> Gross. What I really liked about this is, it, besides just a little flirty, you know, and then hooking up and everything, you know, this person then goes on and has his life, and then he's, you know, retiring as a, uh, you know, he gets married and is retiring, um, you know, as a cop, and she just comes back to, you know, saying, I heard you're retiring, and let's just uh, chat and cheers to you, and it just, it was one of those things where it, it didn't go in the direction that I thought it would be mm-hmm. of where he's going to just die later and like, oh, she lost, you know, a love of her life from this day. No, it was, you know, it was a fling, but her being hot still and him being an old retired guy, he's like, yeah, you know, I didn't regret any of that. You know, like, <laughs> look at you now. And even then too, you oh, know, my she... dick still works. <laughs> <laughs> but as she's even saying though too, you know, uh, you know, or she comments of, you know, the guy having a wife too. So it's not even like a cheating thing. It's just, a, you know, two friends catching up. And right. I just thought that was kind of a cute, quick uh, quick story within the, the four here. And then the other one, which I'm, I'm going to make booze in a book this week, which the booze this week is Splurge by Shorts, Shorts Brewery. Um, it's a double Indian IPA. Uh, I thought it was really, it's just, I don't know. Again, I just like it. Tastes like being lost in the forest and having to eat pine trees. No, it doesn't. It feels <laughs> like you're you're getting a higher class type drink for what little it costs. Which okay. I don't even remember what it costs. But I'm going to get this paired with uh, Strange Love Adventures, number one, which is the DC's book of eight tales of oh, love yep. and everything that mm-hmm, came out. Mm-hmm. And what I really enjoyed in this one... The two I'm going to point out is the one with Peacemaker, where he starts off just in his uh, whitey tighties and, you know, thinking about writing his Valentine's Day card and everything to his secret love, and then he goes off to fight battle, and then you find out that his, his love is eagly. Aw, of course so, it is. Yeah, and, the, and I mean, it makes That's total sense. That's canon. And then the other one I really liked was the Flash in um, in Grod. Is it Grod or Grood? Gorilla Grod. Yeah, Grod. Yeah, Gorilla yeah. Grod. And what I really liked about that one is 
it starts off with it looking like Gorilla Grodd is, you know, going to, you know, be destroying everything, but really he's trying to learn how to dance. So after a quick, you know, fight, because he met some uh, chick, some talking monkey gorilla okay, chick too. Okay, good for him. And so then uh, they end up going on a double date together. Is that a gorilla in a corset? Yeah. Oh my god, that's, that's amazing. That's chick. Oh, I love it. Uh, Premit? P-R-I-M-A-T? Premit? Premit? P-R-I-M-A-T-E? Yeah, not E. No E in the end, so that's where... I mean, I know how to say primate. I was getting a little worried there for a second. (laughs) That's why I don't know how to... Primate? Primate? Primate. Primate. Anyways, that's the the chick gorilla's name, and and he's talking about how he fell in love with her, and he's just, you know, trying to learn how to dance, and then they decide to go on a double date, and it's... Again... It's just one of those cute things where you're just like, oh, oh this is kind of nice. Oh, it does look cute from here. Yeah. The art's great. The girls, the girl monkey and stuff, they start chatting and everything. So, yeah. All in all, it was a good book. Uh, again, multiple different ones. It did not have my uh, love of a bizarro no. tale. But you know what? I didn't need that because I liked some of these other ones. There's a Blue Beetle story in here that was also fun, too. So, nice. uh, all in all, uh, great tales. Okay, <laughs> so um, well, I'm all caught up on crossover and paprika, and those are still growing strong. And uh, I really, 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 really encourage everyone to read crossover. It's just real. It it's getting real meta, and it and I love it so much. But the book I want to talk about, I started reading last night. It's a graphic novel, one shot. You know, it's not like a bunch of comics collected it's like it came out as a graphic novel and it's 140 pages long and I started reading it last night just to see if I would like it and then I just read all of it which I normally don't do I stayed up way later than I (laughs) intended and I had a hard time sleeping because I (laughs) I couldn't stop thinking about this book and I woke up this morning and I leafed through it again so that I could remember things from it and then I've gone back to it a couple times to look at it throughout the day because that's how much this book impacted me and it's real simple it's a real simple concept so it's the people inside by ray fox and this book actually came out in 2014 but like a lot of indie books if i'm not scrubbing the internet for like top indie books of the year some of those things just go past me and now i'm real sad that i didn't read this when it first came out so i could be like that indie (laughs) snob and be like, oh, you didn't read the people inside. Um, But instead, I'm one of the people that's like, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So the book is, well, the art's in in black and white. And I have a real sort of attraction to this style of art. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because the black and white is just so impactful. But the story covers the lives of 24 people and basically their romantic relationships and I'm using the term romantic here loosely in in a way to describe the relationship between two people some of these were terrible relationships so the word romantic feels wrong (laughs) but that's you know the best way to describe it I guess yeah so I'm showing Tony a couple pages here and if you'll see each page has six little panels on it but except for this bottom one over here which has extra two so that's because these people are single okay so this is their these people they're all the couples in each one yes and as they separate or if something happens to them the panels will split or they'll or new ones will merge together if a new relationship has started which i thought was a really cool way to tell the story and it really, it just starts at the beginning of all of these people's relationships. So you could pretty much follow the upper left panel to follow that one story. All the way through. And then the other and one. And do the next one. Of... Yep, you could read it like that, or you could read them. I read them at the same time, and it didn't take you out of the other stories. Nice. Um, so... It, it, it covers a, a variety of relationships. Um, it covers a breakup. It covers an abusive relationship. It covers a really loving relationship. 
you know, the the starts, the the one night stands that end up turning into something else, the the couple that breaks up and the one is still obsessed with the other one, um, just all kinds of scenarios. And then as you're going through it and you're looking at these panels and you're getting into these people's stories and you're feeling feelings about them, um, their lives start happening, right? And at some point in time, you run into this scenario where a box is now black. And that means someone has died. Ooh. And it gets real... And it stays that way for the whole rest of the book. So as people die in different scenarios, some of them just naturally out of old age, some of them very dark circumstances, um, some of them just sad circumstances. The boxes just stick with you the whole time and then more will add and then more will add and then more will add until you get to the end and you're reading like the last people left from the story and then they're all black. And I tell you, I cried so hard reading this book. Like, it real in the very short amount of time that you spend with this book, it really brings you into like the storyline of the person. And I think that's because you're also viewing it with a bunch of other stories and the snippets are so small but so descriptive that you can't help but know exactly what's going on. So you feel drawn into the story. Was there any one story thread that you like more than others? <sighs> well, some of them are very sad. And we can like sad stuff and well, evokes emotions and everything. Yeah, well, and like it's crazy, like the it really covers the gamut of relationships, but um it's, it's hard to... No, I don't have a favorite one. I like them all a lot because they're so different. I mean, you have the one where you the couple meets and they get married and they have kids and they stay together and they love each other until the very end. So there's that story. There's the, the gay couple that gets married and is like, fuck you to everyone that's like judging them and ends up owning this very successful business and loving each other until, you know, one of them happens to pass due to like a heart attack or something. But there's also ones where the woman's in an abusive relationship and the dude ends up in jail halfway through the story. And like ones where this couple meets up and they're having like that exciting first part of the relationship where everything is awesome, but like they get into a motorcycle accident and just the down hill of some of the characters was really heartbreaking. So <laughs> I definitely I'm putting this out there with a warning that if you have sensitivity to things like death or abuse in relationships that I would say do not read this book. It's It's got some real hard content in it. Um, but if you can get through it, I definitely suggest reading it. I think everybody, there's, everybody's cold little heart can be touched by this book in some way. Yeah, I was really surprised when I saw you talking about this on Facebook, because normally you don't even talk about anything no. on Facebook, but... I, I want to read this book again, like, right now. Like, I just want to stop doing <laughs> Now that I've talked about it, I just want to... And I'm looking at it, I want to stop talking about it and just read it again. That's how, how much I really liked it. I'm curious, too, if you would, for some of the panels that end in the way they do, if you would see, like, uh, wait, foreshadowing in some of the beginning ones. Because, I mean, it is, not to say it's bare, but the art style, it's almost like you aren't supposed to, like, see that. It's just follow it where it goes. Yeah. Make it simple enough to follow a story with some pictures. Well, and the 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 writing, too, is is not your normal exposition. It's... It's like you're hearing their inside their heads. So sometimes the sentences don't have punctuation or they run on or they're like you, you're adding your own inflection to them, basically. Um, but I don't think there I mean, there's a couple scenarios. So let's I've, take the one the, with the woman in the abusive relationship, like just through life, like, you know how that story is going to end if there's two options, she leaves or something bad happens. Mm -hmm. 
and you, you kind of hope for the happy ending, but through the behaviors of the character, you're like, okay, well, no, this is going to end in something bad. So none of the stories were so, like, their endings were so crazy that you were like, I had no idea that that was going to happen. They all seemed natural with what was going on in the story. Well, that sounds like something that uh, I'm curious enough to maybe pick up. You should. You should definitely. If you have a Comixology subscription, I think it's available to borrow for free. Cool, cool. So. Um, sad news. Uh, this week uh, saw Ivan Reitman pass away. I didn't even hear this. Did this just happen today? 75 years old. Uh, either today or yesterday. Holy shit. Um... Oh, well, you got to see his son do a Ghostbuster movie, right? At least. Yeah, yeah and you got to see that. There was a, So I've seen so many behind-the-scenes stuff about the new Ghostbusters. Like, I love it. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, they, it was funny. They were doing uh, this truck, the truck that um, we see uh, Egon driving through and everything. And because, again, uh Jason wanted to have that particular looking truck, which they found out there's only three ever made in existence, and so they had to kind of fabricate their own mm. to get this style. And when they were doing that, they had to make the truck bed and everything, and so they um, they made a uh, the name for the logo on it. Um, it was like Ivan built, and then with uh, or his birth date as well, so that because he kind of made he made the Ghostbusters, right. Yeah. And and so this is obviously Aww. a very sad thing yeah, for him. He's done plenty of other sad. movies as well. And, you know, it is great that he did get to see his son right? take over that mantle and do that. And sure. it just, and he was obviously there to help, you know, guide where that movie went to. And, you know, his vision pioneer in, in movies. So that is a sad loss. It is. He lived quite the life, though. You know, I'm sure... He died proud of what he had done, I hope. Uh, what was it? Uh, during the Super Bowl, someone had said that uh, someone else passed. Betty White. Who else just recently passed away? Well, Meatloaf, no. Bob Saget. Yeah, there was some. Oh, no. Louis someone had Anderson. No, someone had said it was a commercial, so that's what they said. And it was also like, a, what the hell? She goes... Dolly Parton was on something. Go, I wish Dolly Parton would have died instead of uh, Betty White. We're like, what? Oh my gosh, Dolly Parton is a national treasure. Yeah. We're Listen, like, we all love Betty White. We get it. She was a golden girl. Yeah. Pa- Dolly Parton is saving the world. No, it, it paused everyone <laughs> in our tracks watching watching the commercial everything being like, why? I Did know. Say, like, we're like, Betty White lived a full life. I like, know. She was almost Dolly, 100. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dolly Parton's up there, but she's still got some she life does. to live. And again, and she's that, saving the world. <laughs> then then the, the girl, she was like, I mean, I didn't mean, you know, like, that I want Dolly Parton to die. I'm just saying I want Betty White to live. We're like, okay, then say that. Like, why the hell oh do you take it out gosh. on Dolly? Poor Dolly. She's like... All of the people who work for Dolly World now have they all of their education is getting paid for. Yeah, and that is from day one, and that's incredible. I I think that's I don't know how they would do that. Like, I, I don't think that I think Dolly Parton would take it out of her own pocket if she could. She's a magnificent woman. I don't like her music, but like I would go see a Dolly Parton concert just because she's amazing. Well, I mean, her songs though, have been re-recorded, you know, have been covered by plenty of other people. Oh, you've, sure. You've probably heard them and thought, "I love this song." Oh yeah, knowing... yeah. I mean, Whitney Houston did "I Will Always yeah. Love You," and that was a Dolly song first. But I always, I always knew her more as a, I guess not an actress, but I saw her in some random. I, I mean, she did me. nine to five. She did that one movie about the, the little best little whorehouse in Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really her the eighties was full yeah, of, of her reign. Dolly. Um, so Marvel is bringing out a new Thunderbolts. Yep, we covered that briefly when you were reviewing, I think, a Daredevil book. Yep. And so we have uh, the Hawkeye is going to lead the team. And we get our initial look at the the roster, and 
You know, I, I would feel like this was going to be... Some of these people I don't un- recognize because, you know, some of the other Marvel books. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I almost feel like they should have waited a little bit longer because of the synergy that would happen with... We know Gotta what's going to happen. using that word, synergy. I know. Um, oh, you mean with the television TV shows, stuff? yeah. You don't think that they planned this... To coincide with whatever is going to happen. Well, I haven't heard TV any announcements shows. of what's going to happen. So this... I mean, so the the one I mean, chick is Monica Rambeau, right? Isn't that yep. who that is? And then we got uh, America Chavez, yep, which I know she's coming. Uh, she's going to show up in something soon on the TV uh, Doctor shows. Strange. Is it Doctor Strange? Yeah. Um, who else do you got there besides Hawkeye? Uh, some weird looking gremlin thing. I don't know. I mean, I'll pick it up because I do enjoy Thunderbolts. It's just... Is that the guy at the top left? Is that U.S. agent? No, this dude's too big to... I mean... This looks like a Hulk-type person. Okay. I just thought, because it looked like he had a Captain America thing on his arm. But I am looking at this from an angle with glare, (laughs) and I'm also blind. So... So, tell me again, Thunderbolts, what's the appeal? I never really read them. Are they, like, the scrappy Avengers? Yeah. They're the... I mean, honestly, the the real reason behind it is they're the bad guys that are trying to be reformed, so they're like the Suicide Squad, only better. So that's why this team, I'm like, I don't know if you can call them Thunderbolts. Yeah, Yeah. how do you call them Thunderbolts, then? Wouldn't it be, what's the Defenders? Could they be the Defenders instead? I mean, they could, but I mean, also Thunderbolts is a sanctioned... By the government type thing, or at least it's oh, mainly as well. I gotcha. That might be the key there. Um, and then one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is the announcement of the Jurassic League. Okay, as what? A book or a show or a it's movie? It's a book. No, I I know it was a book. The announcement of like they're redoing it, a reboot, or is this a new thing? I don't remember ever seeing a Jurassic League. No, I feel like that's something they would have done in, like, the 70s. <laughs> no, this is something that I've never heard of, which it just makes me really want it. So this is going to be, instead of the Justice League, right? it's going to be a book of them being dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you see? Do you hear it? It sounds like something from the 70s or 80s. <laughs> I mean, it does, or even 90s with the, you know... Get everything oh, yeah. rad and, yeah, yeah. and cool and spikes, but no, this is going to have all the characters redesigned as humanoid dinosaurs, oh, and gosh. it just—it's going to be a six-issue uh, miniseries. This is so wild that I'm looking forward to this like most anticipated book this year. Yeah, coming out in May, and. For whatever reason, why this is happening, like, obviously, once we get the book, you know, we'll uncover. But whoever came up with this concept, like, I need more of this. This is kind of the fun, fun comics that we don't need the dark and gritty everything. That's true. It is a nice, light, weird thing to do. I mean, but Marvel's done shit like that, too, recently, so. Yeah, and they're probably riding the synergy of the new (laughs) Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. I'm banning that word <laughs> from this podcast. Can I look up my thesaurus to come up with other <laughs> Yes, you should. <laughs> oh, the new... For the... You You think DC's trying to... Are they both Warner Brothers? Is Jurassic Park Warner yeah, Brothers? I think so. Well, yeah, there could be synergy yeah. <laughs> there. Um, And then uh, one of the rumors coming out is that they are fully planning on another trilogy of Star Wars movies after 7, 8, 9. That those things happen. You can't just erase them as much as people want to have them erased. But you can also kind of say, okay, those things happen. Now we're going to look at this side of the galaxy far, far away. I I don't think that they should do this. What, more movies? I think they should do more movies. I don't think they should call them... Star Wars? 10, 11, 12. Like, episodes 10, 11, and 12. Yeah. Because my... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're going to do either. Okay. They're just... They're coming up with a but, trilogy... Okay. ...of movies, so they're going to be... The time frame is going to be after right. the last one. There's going to be three of them. 
and what they established from there is obviously some more Jedi, some more stuff. Because obviously we have all the shows. Right. But you do really need to have some more Jedi stuff. Well, and all the shows, so, Man, you know, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett happens in between... Six the, and seven. Yeah. And obviously Obi-Wan is happening, like, post the 390s movies yeah. or whatever. Um... So those, like, they can do as fucking many ones of those as they want and not really affect any sort of the current stuff. But I really feel like they're done with the whole... Ray and... Well, that whole bloodline. Yeah, that whole story. Because it's all been, like, Star Wars is a Skywalker tale. And they, you know, kind of stuck to it in the new ones. They did have... Yeah, that's the thing. We don't need Exactly. Although... You know, who doesn't love a reference to Luke here and there? But sure. Like, yeah, we don't need no. that legacy anymore. Which is why I think they just shouldn't call them part episodes, because I don't, I don't want them to be connected. I mean, that's true. Right, yeah. But I'm, I'm pro, I'm pro Star Wars fucking movie. How ridiculous to say that you're not pro Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the Oscars are upon us. Yes. And the Oscars... It's, it's the award for the most depressing movie of the year time. <laughs> it annoys the piss out of me, though, of how you have such great movies come out and they get snubbed all the time. Well, yeah, because it's the Academy doesn't... It's not a popularity contest. No, I think... But though, it is. So it's not like our our popularity contest. It's, it's literally a bunch of old fucks... fucks Yes, all getting together and deciding what movie was the most artful. And and, and there is some genuine, like, uh, honesty in that. Mm-hmm. Of what is, But sometimes, too, when you have just such fucking amazing movies, mm-hmm. you got to give them something. And yeah. so um, I fully agree with Kevin Smith, who well, has... <laughs> who doesn't? He's come out and said, uh, verbatim... What the fuck? They got ten slots, and they couldn't even give the biggest fucking movie of, like, the last three years in No Way Home a nomination. Right. And honestly, that's like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, did they just make 11 movies, and this was the one, like, and honestly, they only probably did make 11 movies last year. That movie grossed so much, and it was visually amazing it was the story was amazing it had a lot of things going for it yeah i 100% could tell you that they can remove nightmare alley right out of that and put spider-man right in because nightmare alley was i did not enjoy and that's guillermo del toro and some of those other ones too i I, you know the noir appeal or this or that but you can't just because it's a superhero movie though some superhero movies are just like fucking yeah how do you know like i agree when endgame like if you were to not have that as at least a nomination for which i can't even recall now i feel like it was at least in there because if it for, wasn't not for best film no way then fuck the oscars still then. the only the only marvel movie that's been nominated for best film is black panther okay and then i think dark knight even got dark knight returns got well that. heath won Yes. Postmortem. But I think they also yeah. included one of them in the, the well. But even then, oh, yeah. my God. I know. I, it's, the it's, Oscars it's, are so fucking stupid. It, they are. And they're terrible to watch. They're so long and boring. Like, this, you want people to watch them? Like, yeah. get the people that are interested in the fucking if, movies. If, if they would just come out and say, like, listen, this is to help movies that people wouldn't normally watch get out there and that's why we pick the movies that they pick then fine because spider-man doesn't need their help like if that's what they're doing then they Mm -hmm. just need to say that and everyone will get off their buttholes but they're saying best movie of the year and spider-man arguably is one of the best movies of the year yes that's oh that's just it doesn't fit the boring like and so, so, <laughs> so some of them are so boring. They got they got nominated for one uh, special category, effects. special effects, of course, uh, going up against uh, Shang Chi, and you know what? Both those movies high contenders with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some people that are pissed off that the Eternals got snubbed from from some awards, which. I'm gonna oh say, my God. no. They most people are not saying that needs 
like best picture or anything, but they're talking about visual effects. And I have to agree with that. Out of that movie, with the shittiness that it was, had some very good visual effects yeah. that I think it's on par with those other two. Now, granted, though, maybe you kind of just let's yeah. ignore Eternal so we don't need to do it. But I like that there's some backlash of people really defending that movie. So I think the way the Academy works is that if you are a part of the Academy or a voting person in the Academy, mm-hmm. you like everybody gets to put in for best picture and then you get to nominate. Oh yeah, and you have your campaigns. in your field. Well, so like if you are a director, then you can nominate. So nominate, not vote on, nominate your best picture and your best director, right? And so the directors are putting in for the best director and then that top 10 get tabulated and sent out to everybody to vote. So the problem is, is that special effects winners, teams, people part of the academy aren't just, they're not putting those in there. And if those people don't think it's worth it, <laughs> Maybe it's not worth it. I don't know. <laughs> so here's here's a bone that, that the Academy is throwing to fans, though. Oh, They're going to have a new category for fan favorite best picture. All right. And so people can go online and, and vote for who they feel should be uh, the winner of this category, which I like in some senses, but also you cannot trust the internet to do anything because this is how you're going to get Hitler rises as like the best nominee or something. I don't know. I don't know. I think that if you play it like American Idol, it'll probably turn out okay. Well, there's there's a huge service of people that are trying to get the Snyder Cut to be recognized as that, and it's leading the pack right now, which, okay, I guess. it was For the not, Oscars? Yeah, for this fan favorite category. That's the thing. I don't... We had it. We got it. It's good. Or it's better than what the original cut was. But it's still not... Yeah, it's still not great. Also, like, why would... You're just ruining it for everybody. They're never going to do this again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're really just fucking everybody over. Everyone's been asking for, like, a fan favorite category for a really long time. This would be where you'd put Spider-Man and say, all right, he gets this because it was great. Or, Or I'd also throw in... You know, Ghostbusters. I mean, that that's sure. worthy of it too. Sure. So I don't know that 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 category will actually be interesting. Not gonna watch the shows, but I'll at least hear how that. Oh category yeah, goes. they're so it's so long and boring now. The the Oscars. I used to enjoy it. Oh, they're just so terrible now. What's well, half the movies are just not enjoyable. Like I remember when there'd be a handful of movies I didn't hear of, but like I at least watched. A majority of them that were nominated for yeah. things. Now it's all the art house type oh, things. I and... watch those sort of movies. I watched the tragedy of Macbeth I, the I other day. I watched them, but oh, how was that? Um, well, do you like Macbeth? Because yeah. it's Macbeth. Um, acted very well, and the sets are awesome. Okay. So I mean, and is it like it's set in like oh, Macbeth yeah. times? Not like a retelling of now no, no. age. Full on Shakespearean. Cool dialogue um interesting but definitely not a movie most americans would enjoy watching gotcha gotcha <laughs> just from my time at the video store <laughs> i know 100 percent that a lot of people would take it home because it has denzel washington in it and then bring it back because it's Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now is the time to talk about Super Bowl trailers and stuff that came out because, or at least some announcements around that. Wasn't necessarily a trailer, but it did drop, uh, yesterday, I believe, uh, that they've confirmed the Wonder Twins movie is going forward from the person who came up with the script for Black Adam. Okay. So... I'm thoroughly invested in a Wonder Twins yeah. movie for some curious reason. Like they're not my favorite of no, anything, and they're, they're kind weird. of their joke character. Yeah. 
but you could do two one of two things you could make them very serious and reinvent them or you could have a kind of fun slapstick type movie either way I'll be down yeah yeah or yeah, I mean you could they I actually started reading the Wonder Twins book that had come out recently last two, two year, years two years ago yeah. oh yeah that was a good series and it was good and it they kept it youthful and fun but they also still like tried to move the characters in a more Let's take them seriously as superheroes yeah. sort of way. Which is hard to do sometimes with their powers, oh, yeah. but... Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes me think of Robot Chicken. and They did a skit about them once. <laughs> and that's all I, I can think, think that about. Too, which is why I think a slapstick movie would be great. <laughs> oh, um, But speaking of Black Adam, though, there I didn't see a trailer for this, but DC had this kind of montage of like needs heroes like a trailer for their their movies kind of like what netflix did for their shit they got coming out yep and it it had within it black adam yep the batman yep uh uh, flash flash man aquaman or the flash flash man (laughs) and aquaman yep and all of them look great Mm -hmm. and it made me kind of be like i really am looking forward to some of these movies i mean batman you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna see it because again, it's a superhero movie and it doesn't look bad at all. No, it looks. Aquaman great. is probably out of all of them the the. Eh, I don't feel I like just I need to see it. Really like looking at Jason Momoa. But the few things that were coming from the Black Adam movie look badass. Uh, Hawkman, those wings look oh, really good. Yeah, and then Doctor Fate yeah. looked impressive mm-hmm. as well. So I want a full-on trailer for that. Right. We need that, DC. Yes. And I'm still excited to see what The Flash is going to turn out to be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's really... Like, I'm not excited to watch the movie. I want to know what it's going to be like. It's been in production for so long now. What is it going to (laughs) be? And And also, which kind of Black Adam will it be? Because... He's not really a hero. No. Like, he's a bad guy he, that they've made into an anti-hero sometimes. Sometimes. But most of the time, he's a cold-blooded killer. Yeah. He's always on the bad guy's rosters. Yeah. He so, murdered a country. But it's The Rock, too. So it's like, you know, he's they're going to try to make him kind of a, a hero. I hope not. I hope The Rock is full on like, no, I'm not doing that. Black Adam is a villain. But why would you give a villain their own movie? But we gave Joker his own movie. So. I mean, I could see it set up of it's his becoming that, just like you had Shazam, and then you have them fight in the next mm-hmm. one. And and then if you want to have him kind of be the, I'm a dick, I lost the Shazam, but then there's a bigger threat of, like, Dark Side, but they already ruined that in Justice League. But, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm already setting up the tone of, like, you could make him kind of good, but to come help for the greater good of Earth, yeah. but also... He only cares about his country and shit, which mm-hmm. is really the way you should really make him. He's like doom in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like Iron Fist, he yeah. means well for his people, but if you're not his people, then... then fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, another trailer that came out this past week wasn't necessarily on the Super Bowl. is uh, Jurassic World for the new one. Jurassic World? Uh, Jurassic World Dominion Okay, is the newest uh, movie of it. And... It looks great. I've only ever seen the first of the new ones. Really? Yeah. Second one was not. It was still good, but I'm I'm always gonna be a sucker for Jurassic World movies or yeah. Jurassic Park movies. I sure. Say. And I this just liked the originals a lot. This one though looks great because it it seems just from the shots and everything of within the second one when they brought some of the dinosaurs from the new uh, island, which I forget what they call the newest island from. The Jurassic World, and then those escaped into the you know wilds, and now you just have tons of dinosaurs. But you also had the Doctor who in Jurassic World also got out with some of the serum or some of the mm. whatever it is that they do to make dinosaurs. So it seems like they're also been making other dinosaurs other okay. places for how predominant it seems like these dinosaurs are in the real world. Because if you remember, I think it was number three of the original trilogy when 
they did have them in like Los Angeles or whatever. Yeah. And there was like the T Rex on the boat and all that. Mm-hmm. That did not age well. That was not the greatest story. This just seems awesome. Plus, we have um, the whole original cast coming back as well. So, it's going to just be fun and awesome. Right on. Um, the next trailer thing that I want to talk about, not so much kind of like comic booky, but no. it just, I'm anticipating this a lot. Nope. Nope. Never. Nope. I didn't even hear that this was a movie that was coming out soon. Nope. And I'm just like, okay, that that name's got me curious to what it is. Yep. It seems like it might be some alien invasion, which I hate those type of things because I don't know. I trust Jordan Peele so much right now with his movies, so oh, he could literally do anything. All his movies are just amazing, uh, and whatever it is that we so think good. this is, it's not going to be that. So, so like, I'm thinking it's Alien Invasion, and it's going to be something out of left field, but right. that trailer didn't give anything away, but gave you that sense of dread and, like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. No, he is really taking the genre of horror forward in so many ways. Uh, it's going to go down in the history books as one of the greatest... Um, the last two things I want to talk about is the Lord of the Rings, the yep. Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. So that had, as we talked about it last week, the teaser of the name of the thing for the trailer for the so whatevs that we knew was going to drop. And actually, watching the Super Bowl with my friends, people were kind of talking through some commercials, unless like people kind of like, oh, what was this, whatever. When it started to happen, it turned on because I knew it was going to... You had to tell everyone to shut up. Oh, I told everyone, shut yeah, up. And everyone yeah, yeah. just shut up. And they're... <laughs> you probably said it real mean like that, too. I did. <laughs> but then everyone was quiet so I could hear the, the trailer and everything. And I'm... I like what I saw. There's a couple criticisms that the internet has kind of blown up on. Of course, there is. Which I feel is the criticism are being taken the wrong way. Nobody can just enjoy anything anymore. Well, it's it's all about source material and this and oh, that right. and everything, mm, which okay. I, I, I get. I can understand. Didn't the Tolkien estate have to sign off on this stuff before they could do it? Yes. Well, then but, just have fun. Well, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> Most people are thinking that because of it looks great, and it's going to be about the fall of Numenor and and all that. It's got a young Elrond that we saw and a Gladriel, Gladriel, and you know we got some of these people that we know who are going to show up later on because they're elves and you know they elves live long live and everything. But one of the key things that people are pissed off about is this forbidden love between an elf and a dwarf and. I don't need that fucking shit in my Lord of the Rings. I want fucking fights and kind of low-level sorcery, but sword fights. And, like, also this is the time of magic in the world. Mm -hmm. So let's have some full-out fucking magic going on with some bad guys and this and that. I don't need a love triangle of forbidden love. I just need love too, Tony. They really just get the short end of the stick all the time. Here's the thing, too, uh, that people are then... Dwarf women have beards. But they don't in this. Oh. And that's the fair criticism that I have against this. They should. S- yes, they should. They because said that it is, in the movie. And that is straight up what <laughs> Tolkien put in the appendix of... Be- at the end of The Return of the King, the book, when you read it, there's like a good 50 pages of shit that goes over a lot of stuff in this world. And that is one of them. And they even... Gimli talks about it. Mm-hmm. Like the women are bearded. Yeah. So when you have this predominant um, woman who is playing um, one of the main people, uh, a dwarf uh, woman, she has no beard. Hmm. And here's the thing: she's the person that's, I guess, having this love affair. She's gonna be the dwarf uh, Disa, and she's the one that's having the love affair with the elf, who is also. Um, both black uh, actors that are playing these parts. 
And so when there's true criticism of not who the color of their skin is portraying this, but we want a dwarf woman with a beard, mm-hmm. people are taking that as people are being racist towards the ah. casting. And that's the problem that I have right now is that, no, I, I agree with the criticism. Put a beard on her. Yeah. If, I mean, I didn't. I don't know what the person looks like. I mean, you have a picture of it up, I assume. Um, but, you know, I said it. Yeah. Before you even mentioned it. So, obviously, it needs to be there. I don't remember a lot from the Lord of the Rings movies, <laughs> honestly. But that is one of the few things I remember. <laughs> and so, again, that's why I need to weigh in of, like, that criticism is good. Now, will this derail the whole show no. or anything? No. Does the whole will love triangle thing? No. If everything else is good, then I can kind of be like, oh, this just seems shoehorned in to make it a TV show, That's but okay. won't matter. Colors people's skins also doesn't matter. No, like, it's magic. Yeah. That's not what... There's it, blue yes. people. We just want freaking bearded women. Yeah. It's canon. Yes. And so there's that. And then there was also the announcement of the Lord of the Rings uh, anime that is going to be coming out mm-hmm. in 2024. This is going to be the Lord of the Rings, the War of the Rohirrim. So you know who nope. the Riders of Rohan nope. are? Helm's Deep. Okay. That area. Sure. So this is. I the... assume the people listening to us will know. Hopefully. <laughs> you you watched the movies though, right? I Battle did. Of Helm's Deep. It was like twenty years ago that those movies came out, Tony. <laughs> you don't watch them every year. Like, no, oh. I don't. <laughs> So, so this movie uh, is going to be uh, from New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers uh, Animation. It's going to come out uh, April of 2024, but it's going to follow the journey of the making of Helm's Deep and that era. So this is going to be set like two centuries before the, I guess, Lord of the Rings is what most people know. Whereas the actual TV show, this is like several centuries before... At the dawning of the second age and everything. Gotcha. So. And this stuff was in the book? The no, books? No. There's some things in the appendices of things, but no, this is a lot of this stuff is going to be fleshing out manuscripts and things. Because there's, there's a lot of stuff that's not in the books that there are written notes and chapters that have been okay. uh, released after the fact and everything. Gotcha. Christopher Tolkien did a lot for his dad and estate and putting stuff out there so nice and then the last trailer to really sink our teeth into is dr strange oh yeah it's the only one i really cared to watch honestly i mean i watched the ones you told me to watch but this was the one the minute it came on i was like we're watching that it was good what did you pull from it nothing it was amazing i loved it it gave me nothing So there was, it was just so weird. There were some key people in there. Uh, so weird. America, you see her debut on mm-hmm. the big screen. And there's even a spot where she, it shows like a punch and it looks almost like she might have star punched into a different dimension. Um, but obviously with the cut shots and everything. Uh, there's someone that looks like, uh, oh, damn it now, uh, Nova. Okay. Richard Ryder, hopefully it'd be him, but. One in the Nova sure. Corps. Uh, obviously, we see um, crazy Ultron, Scarlet, Scarlet Hitch, yeah, or Scarlet Witch, the Ultron machines, and yeah, yep. whatever those were. Yep, the Captain Marvel. But did you hear a certain voice? Yeah. What voice? <laughs> Are you talking about when he's like standing judgment or whatever? Isn't that my boy Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, the, it's the, um, what do you call them? The Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. 100% think so, which would make him Professor X, meaning this is somehow kind of a debut of mutants in this world. But again, I will flat out say, I think the best thing would be to have separate universes for these franchises, just because it would be too muddled down. Sure. In but you could totally do that in this movie and get away yeah. with it because it's multiverse. Yeah. Like, I assume that the Ultron shit that we saw was, like, the legit Age of Ultron storyline. I think they're going to do zombies. Well, there look like some zombies in there, yeah. too. Like, I, I 
they're going to be doing a lot in this movie. I'm and so it's excited. Gonna, it's going to be one of those movies where you're going to honestly watch the first time and probably be like, what did I just yeah. see? It's so great. I need to see it a second time to fully wrap my head around it. And I'm just, that was a surprise for me. Yeah. My favorite line from that trailer was when Wanda's like, when you break all the rules, people call you a hero. When I break all the rules, yeah. people call me a monster. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee that's probably what's going to happen. He's the one that fucks it up, yep. needs her help, and they're going to blame her. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I'm so excited. Cause, so that's May, right? That movie's coming out? Yes, May oh, 6th. gosh. I want to see it right now. Like I said, I th- uh, thoroughly thought that the Spider-Verse, or not Spider-Verse, the newest Spider-Man really did a good tone of bringing some things in, but, like, what other surprises do we have? Like, there's been rumors of Deadpool showed up in a scene or this or that, like... They can do anything. They could And they anything. can say everything. And, you know, and they honestly don't need to put these things in the trailer, but we'll go to the theater because... Marvel's so good at putting mm-hmm. even things in the trailer that don't show up, which, by the way, if they then don't have the Illuminati, fuck you guys I know. thoroughly. assholes. Because you can't just tease that and then not do it. And I don't think that would be the case in this this instance, but I'm... This is... It's very exciting. Yes. I... I... The possibilities. I've enjoyed all of the more recent Marvel movies and the TV shows are great, but I am looking forward to this one more than any I have in a while. So I can't wait to see what happens. And that was uh, pretty much it. Uh, The last thing that I have just to mention because I find it hilarious. I can't believe you're going to talk about this. (laughs) Only because I came across it while searching for news. Uh, so Pete Davidson mm-hmm. is with Kim Kardashian. Weird. Who was used to be with Kanye West? Yep, gay. And as he goes by now, Kanye posted a picture with some of his friends and some other people with the Civil War. Uh, you know, Captain America versus Iron Man. Yeah, Civil War Kanye down. West. And I. What a petty I, asshole. I know. He's, he's he, so petty. He really wants Kim back. And, like, again, Pete, for whatever his reasons are, like, kudos to you. But He's got that big dick energy for sure. <laughs> but Kanye is like, <laughs> fuck, I, I don't like He's unstable. Very much so. And I honestly, in that sense, not making fun of him, he needs fucking therapy he and needs help. help. But because of... How rich he is, no one's going to really tell him that. And this is just even more to the pile of, like, fucking crazy. But, again, if I were rich and photoshopping skills against someone, yeah, the Civil War kind of, like, fuck it's, you guys, I'd kind of do this, so too. St- <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid. Well, now, you kn- Tony and Ye. <laughs> Don't call him that. His name's Kanye, He not goes Ye. by Ye. That is a dumb thing. Hey, man. By. That's what he wants to be called. Well, Linz, thank you for uh, taking your time out of uh, your day and your real relationship to spend Valentine's Day with me. Of course. It's a fake holiday. Yes. <laughs> We're going to completely skip over the Book of Boba Fett and Peacemaker Redux. They're great. People should watch it. I I. What do you want to bring up about him? Well, no, I just usually we cover him. Oh. Are you caught up on Peacemaker? No, that I still not. Okay, well then we can hold off. I mean, Boa Fett, yeah, and Glad Grogu made his right choice. I mean, Boba Fett wrote a rancor. Oh, that was pretty it was cool so too. Cool. <laughs> That's it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. But he's wrote bigger things. By it the doesn't way. matter. It's the optics. It's a beautiful thing. It did look cool. Um, Well, with that, I guess uh, stay thirsty for all the lovely love that people have to share on this day. All the love that we love to love. Love is all that you need. And food. That is true. Air. (laughs) Maybe house sometimes. Lots of other things I think that you need more than love. (laughs) The bare necessities of life will come to you. (laughs) 